Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio.
listening to Akeem L, an American national, but not a citizen of the United States. Do you know what this will do to people when they find out the truth? I don't think that most people would want to know the truth. I do. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to your host, Akeem L, on Hindsight Radio. Clearly, if 
What are you doing whining about the economy? I've made you God to the economy. How dare you say you're out of a job? You had better be about the Father's business. The very nerve, your father is rich in houses and land. He holds the wealth of this world in his hands, of rubies and diamonds, of silver and gold. His coffers are filled. He has riches untold. You're a child of the king. You're a child of the king. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. What if General Motors shuts down? What if Chrysler shuts down? What if welfare shuts down? The Lord is my shepherd. What if they elect a Democrat president? What if they elect a Republican president? The Lord is my shepherd. You'd better do like the master Jesus did. He went into the temple and consulted with the doctors and the lawyers, meaning he was studying the law of God. And when they said, why weren't you out here with the rest of the throng, with the rest of the crowd? He said, don't you know, I must be about my father's business. And if you're unemployed, you just, you're just not about your father's business. You'd better know, first of all, that you're employed by God in the biggest business in the universe. And I have got news for you. God ain't going out of business. Bring forth the people who are blind yet have eyes who are deaf, yet have ears. Let all the nations gather together and let the peoples assemble, who among them declared this and foretold to us the former things. Let them bring their witnesses to justify them and let them hear and say it is true. Blessings, peace to all. Now we come before the Most High God and ask that he downloads a spiritual message downloads a truthful message so that we can understand, overstand what it is that we need to do. The next steps that we need to do to protect ourselves from these worldly governments. How we need to move privately and separately under trust. A trust that is connected to you, God. So, I ask again that you give me the power, the truth, and the light to deliver this message this evening to all the people that can hear my voice. Amen. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. Peace, everybody. Hang on a second. Hang on. Get out.
Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Akeem L. Here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. First, I got to do a mic check. Um, some people are saying they're having trouble accessing the show. So let's get that straightened out before I get into what I'm going to talk about. Uh, if anybody's having trouble, um, copy. Right now, I'm just sending out the call-in number. You know, if you can't get in the show one way, there's always other ways to get in. You can get in by blogtalkradio.com forward slash hindsight2020 or call directly in. Um, sometimes the computer, uh, I see people going in and out trying to go through the chat, uh, and they I see them coming in the conversation, leaving the conversation. But there's, overall, I see people there. Uh, it's a few, quite a few people on the phone line. So try I gave two access numbers, five six three nine 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 three six one five. Um and then four two five five six nine five one six five. Uh they're not blocking me out because there's other people who are on here and I can see them listening. So they're blocking you out. Let's let's be clear who they blocking out. They're blocking you from getting on the show because there's other people on here. You have to be accurate in what we're saying. Um so Try another phone. Try another computer. Uh, see, a lot of you guys are accessing all of these uh, different spammy Patriot sites. And a lot of that stuff has spyware in it. So when you try to get on a show like mine or any other show, you're going to have some difficulty. I just, that's why I don't go to those, those little sites. Because the government gets a hold of those sites, track your computer, and then when you try to get other information, it's going to block you. Uh, from getting on the shows. So I have several numbers that you can access. Uh, I just said 563-999-3615, and then the other one is 425-569-5169. And if that doesn't work, blogtalkradio.com forward slash hindsight 2020. And if that doesn't work, you'd always catch the show on the podcast. It's Apple TV, Apple uh, Podcasts. This this show goes across several platforms. So you will not miss, if you miss the live, you will get the the after. And then I put them on YouTube anyway, so as much as, you know, I got to get a little better with that. But they go on YouTube. All right. So I played uh, R. Kelly, You're the Greatest. I don't approve of his, his, uh, his, his sexual habits or whatever. I'm not going to down him on that, but that song is one of the best songs that I believe he's ever written uh, because it tells you who you are. You're the greatest, and you are the greatest. The only difference between you and someone else is they believe they're the greatest and you don't. The only difference between your wealth and someone else, you not having wealth and that person having wealth, is because that person, money consciousness, their money IQ is in line with wealth, and yours is not. So whenever you have something that you're not achieving, that you're not getting, it's because your energy, your consciousness is not in line with that. There's something in there you're saying to yourself, I can't. It's hard. This is difficult. This is a lot. 
Then on top of that, you allow other influences to stop you for achieving your goals. Like you want, oh, let me go watch Jerry Springer. Let me go watch Maury Potter. Oh, let me watch Denise to see what's going on with COVID-19. Damn a COVID-19. Because if you really go out there and travel, you'll see that this COVID-19 don't really exist out there other than on the television and what you hear people saying. But in your personal life, in your household, you're not, you're not feeling that, 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 uh, that sickness. Now, of course, you probably heard people say, yeah, I was sick. They tested me positive. But they're still alive and talking. They're talking to you. Yeah, only five cases, 100,000, 200. They can say a million cases. But guess what? The percentage of deaths hasn't changed. It's still a 0.1% death rate, 99% uh, survival rate. See, they don't, they're not talking about that. And there's people on my YouTube. I went through and filtered out my YouTube. I have family members who put, put oh, Georgia has 4,000 cases, but then they don't put in how many deaths, so they, they're doing just like the news, promoting fear. So I cut them off. I, I said, you know what, family or no family, I love you, but I don't need to be seeing your, 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 your bullshit messages. And that's what y'all got to start doing. Start filtering out what you don't want in your life. If you don't want negativity, you got to filter it out, no matter who it is. You could be living with negative people. That means you might have to move. You, you could be living with people who are constantly attacking your aspirations and your desires. The hard truth is you might have to separate yourself from them. I have plenty of family that lives close to me, but I don't hang out with them on a daily basis, not because I don't love them and care about them, and if something happens to them, I'll be there. But I don't associate with them because their consciousness is not the same consciousness as mine. We are not brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers in our consciousness. That's where we're not family there. We're family by blood and by life. Biology, but consciously we're not family. Christ told you, my family is those who do the will of my father. What is the will of your father? That's your super consciousness. That's your higher consciousness mind. That's the will. The things that you desire, the things that you want good to happen. I don't think there's too many people or anybody that I know that don't want good for themselves. We don't, you know want bad, but guess what? We have sometimes thoughts, oh, I want good, but then they say, well, it ain't going to work for me. The government ain't going to let me have it. The schools ain't going to let me do it. The job's not going to let me do it. We put statements after the desire that cancel out the desire. You see? We have to stop doing that. We have to be consistent in what we want. I've watched personally people go into wealthy situations just by a simple thought. No special education, nothing, no special knowledge or anything. All they had was a, they didn't listen to negative things. Someone said the volume is low. How's that? That better? Whoever said that? Um, do that. All right. They um 
had the desire and the super consciousness to fulfill their desires through their thoughts. You can't get anything without having the imagination of it first, the thought of it first. The reason why a lot of y'all get in bad relationships, getting things that's repeatedly happened to you, because you consciously thought of it happened to you, and you say, and then when it happened, I I knew it. But then you place the blame on the other person. No, it's really you. I know someone right now, they're constantly going through a, a problem with someone in their church over and over again. And they even said out their mouth, oh, everywhere I go, I receive the same problem. Like Joe, the very thing that I feared has come to pass, right? That very thing that they feared has come to pass because they imagined it before they even got there. So they put the the uh, the situation in play way before it even played out. Now that it's playing out, they're complaining and talking about the other person like the other person is the problem. And the other person is not the problem. They are the problem. And I really hope they're listening to me tonight. Because I want to take a sledgehammer to the idea that it's someone else's fault. No, if you're listening, it's your fault. You go look in that mirror, and you are the problem. Because you want to talk to everybody and anybody about your problems. And when you talk about your problems to everybody and anybody, guess what happens? You feed it. You make it grow. And, that per- and the energy of that conversation keeps going back to the other person you're talking about. You know when you invoke someone's name, you awaken their consciousness. You awaken a connection to their consciousness. And then now you have established a, a direct link, no operator in between, between you and that person, that negative energy going back and forth. Now that person gets awakened, and they start thinking about you and talking negative about you. Maybe. If they're in a lower vibration, they will. But see, a higher consciousness person will see that and say, you know what? Let me change the energy of this and send out the love in this situation. Hey, I love that person. If I'm thinking negative, you know what? Let me change this. Although I ain't feeling this person, I ain't liking this person. Hey, I love them. I I, I send good energy out to them. I had a problem like that like a year ago. That was great strength to knowing that, you know, I was being abused verbally but had to still send love and praise to the person. But that that doing that canceled it all out. Yes, love does conquer all. But see, y'all looking at the love in the wrong way. It's not love for them. It's love for yourself. Not in, not wanting to go through those traumatizing experiences of thinking about this person and all the pain they cause. You're hurting yourself when you do that. You're putting yourself in a negative, low vibrationary state where there is no success in that. It's a dark place. It is hell. It's lower. Now, see, that's what real hell is. Hell is in the mind. It's in the consciousness. The lower consciousness, the lower states of consciousness is hell. The higher states of consciousness is heaven. And all of them exist inside of you. Now you have to choose which one. So, Think about it. If you are having extreme difficulties, you have to look what's inside of you and see what's inside of you you must purge to get rid of those difficulties. It's not someone else that is in charge 
of getting rid of it. It's you that have to get rid of those devils. So those are the real devils. Devils is those dark thoughts, those dark states of consciousness that you let dance around in your head and have parties, pity parties, depression parties, uh, ego, I'm right parties in your head. I'm better than you parties. That's what's going on in your head. It's all you. It's time for accountability. There's no more me salting and seasoning the words. I'm going to tell you straight up. The problem is you. And every time I preach these messages, something happens to me that I have to look at my own self and see that the problem is me. See, I'm really talking to myself, to tell you the truth. I'm not talking to you. You just happen to be listening. These are things I'm talking to me. I see it's a constant work of renewing the mind. That's a second-by-second, moment-by-moment thing, renewing the mind. Because right now I could be thinking positive, and to the next minute I'm thinking something negative. My mind went down a trail, a rabbit hole so deep. I got to pull myself back out of there. But anyway. We got a good show, 8 o'clock hour. We're going to have uh, the home school educator on at 8 o'clock. Uh, she's got a lot to share with you. Um, somebody said, I figured the blog or radio site put a hashtag sign at the end of the play button at the top, basically making it a dead link. Oh, <laughs> probably is. Let me put the link. Blog talk. Radio dot com. This use this because this takes you to the site generally, where you can see all of the shows. That's why I always tell people there's hindsight twenty twenty. That's the link right there. Oh, I didn't put it. It's it. I, I didn't put the zero on the thing. It's twenty twenty. Put twenty twenty at the end of that. I left out the zero. Um. Somebody said it made it a dead link. What does this thing link out? And then I go back. Okay, I'm link, one link here. All right, that link is working. Um, if you're friends with me on Facebook, I always put a link to the thing. See, there's a reason why I very rarely title my shows. Whenever I title them, um, they um, they'll play with the show a lot. So I let it let whatever I'm going to talk about, um play out, you know. All right. Let me do a check. Cause I, yeah, 8 o'clock hour, uh, Beth Omani will be on talking about um, homeschooling. And that's very important because what's happening now with the schools, the way they open it up is ridiculous. And you, the best idea is to try to teach your kids at home. And we really need to start thinking about that because we've been letting these, the enemy train our children for years and creating enemies in our own house through the, through the education system. Okay, some months ago, I started writing um, and writing some stuff. This, what I'm about to read is copywritten, so don't try to bite it. But, and it's just something that I was inspired to write. So I'm going to read it. Um, it's in its raw form. So I might stumble a little bit, and please forgive me for that in advance. All right, here it is. 
And the title of it, There is Only One God. All right? There is only one true God. That's what the Bible says. Who is this God? Where is he or she? I've been told he lives in the heavens, watching over us and protecting us. That's rather interesting because all sorts of violence and injustices are committed every day and, and just about every second of the day, but God never seems to intervene. It seems like the bad guys are winning. As far as I can tell, God seems to only exist in the Bible or mostly in the imagination of those who claim they believe in, in a God in the sky. God takes credit for helping people buy houses, cars, receiving money. Hell, God seems to get credit for all the good material things people receive. However, God seems to never be around when a child is getting abused, a woman is raped, or when some deviant thugs take liberations of someone's property for themselves. He seems to never stop these heinous crimes from taking place but he can make sure you get that job or house. Hmm, maybe God is the God of material things and not about saving people from danger before it happens. I know you religious folks who may be reading this or hearing this in this instance are thinking, what am I saying? Am I insinuating that God is selective about when he chooses to step in? Do I even believe in God? I'm not stating anything. I'm just merely pointing out the obvious. God based on God based on my observations of people's behavior when it comes to God, not just people, I'm examining my own past behavior as it relates to God. I believe in order to resolve any issue within ourselves, we must first look within and ask ourselves the hard question. Ask and it will be given. To you, seek, and you will find. Knock, and knocking the door will be open to you, Matthew 7, 7. So let's knock and see if we can find resolution to the above-mentioned question. Who really is the one true God? The answer is simple. You are the one true God. You are the greater, the creator and orchestrator of your personal experience with God. If you believe that God exists outside of you in some lofty heavenly place you cannot touch, feel, and see, then there is your God. So ask yourself honestly, how has God treated you treated you this uh this did you uh I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> did you get all of your desires met? Most people have will answer this honestly will say God gives what we need, not what we want. Most of the world is living in poverty. So with with that the uh with that kind of reasoning, God believes you should be poor. Do you see how tricky and confusing this gets? I say you are God, think about when you really look at this. God is this to the believer along with every idea he, she decided to believe about God. The belief is so strong that people are willing to ignore some obvious discrepancies as if it relates to God. Is it written in your law, I say you are God? 
basically, when you really look at this, we have created God in the image into our likeness. It is written in reverse. God is all of us. God is in us. God is all. Around us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Was God ever really in the sky? Was he in your mind? I'll say it again. Let this mind be in you, which was in also Christ Jesus. Physically, you've only existed with God in your mind, in your thoughts of who you believe God to be. You abided in the idea that God exists outside of you, and you are seeking and striving one day to meet your maker. The great, the, the, the great task about us is that we get to decide what we believe, the great part about us. God is you. God is me. God is all of us. Together combined into one super consciousness, we are all collectively and individually creating God how we see him or her. That is a stark reality. We exist as God in many forms and concepts. God is a jealous God. Have no other gods before me. Yes, you, your concept of God is a jealous God because of anyone. If anyone comes and tries to change your concept of God, or you, or your concept of God, you immediately go into the defensive mode. You become closed off to any other God that may be presented to you, or before you. Yes, God is a jealous God. God is you. God is me. God is all of us together combined into one super consciousness, the mastermind. Go, therefore, and make disciples and preach the good news. Why did I read that? And in this rough form, you know, some of the words I couldn't read, I was writing so fast. Um, because all of this COVID-19, all of these struggles that some people are dealing with, it comes from their God consciousness. What you're seeing, seeing on the world stage is the consciousness of man playing out. But it's going to change. Things will get better. But before anything gets better, it has to be torn down. The old system of thoughts must be exposed. What's in darkness must come to light. So what do we be exposing? The lies that the government will tell, the extent they will tell a lie to keep an agenda going. It's obvious. Now, some people are just going to remain asleep, stuck. Some people are going to try to hold on to this old, praise Jesus, Jesus saved me, the greatest name on the earth, Jesus concept of God. Y'all going to keep holding on to that, and guess what? You're going to keep getting the same crap you've been getting for the last how many years you've been living? Nothing but empty promises and hopes for the future to be a better day. But those who accept the fact that they are the God that they're looking for, that they are the Christ that they're looking for, will receive their saving, their Savior today because the person that's saving them is them, their thoughts. And once those thoughts align with the superconsciousness of God, guess what happens? You are raptured up in a con to the consciousness of God. Now, physically, until this body ceases to exist, you'll be here, but your consciousness will be above that of mortal man. 
that's why some people are walking through this pandemic as if it's a sunny day, breeze and just whatever, COVID-19, hey, food shortage, maybe. It doesn't bother them. They won't be affected. The people that will be affected is those who abide in that consciousness and that lower vibration of lack. They will be affected by that. But those who abide in a super consciousness that there is no such thing as lack, that we will always have and we will always be taken care of, that we, it is our right to live abundantly every day, would not have a problem. That is the true separation of the sheep and the goat. See, they even, they even reversed that. They said the sheep were the good people and the goat were the bad. <laughs> oh, I'm shaking the very foundation of you good old Christian folks, am I? Is the Bible the way it's written? Now, a brother brought something up. Let me, let me finish this thought, though. The Bible is written it said the goats are bad. And the sheep are the good ones. But from what I tell them, this is for sheep go off to slaughter without resistance. And that's why they call the masses sheeple. Because they go wherever they push them prodded. You're going to have to be a goat. You're going to have to be a little wolf in this situation. Because if you follow what the government telling you, you're going you're gonna to go right on, the way, on your way to destruction. Yeah, I know. I got some people. How am I go? Wait a minute, I can't. See, let me let me let me drop something here about the Bible. The Bible that you have, most people have, is a translation of the scriptures. Now brother dropped this earlier today and he made perfect sense for the saying, so I'm I'm borrowing what he said. The Bible, the book you have in your house, is just that. A Bible. Biblios, another word for book but it's not scriptures. See, remember, those books are translations of the original forms of the scriptures. So you know they translated, revised, revised, and revised thousands of times and changed the meaning. Well, we know. Like, for instance, uh, Nick Cannon got fired for saying, you know, people of color are the Hebrews. I mean, he didn't lie. They always fire the person when they tell the truth. If he was lying... They would let it ride. <laughs> they said whatever, whatever, you know. But because it was the truth. He didn't say anything bad about the Jews. He just said, we are the true Hebrews. That's it. And they made a big deal about it. And then his punk behind came back and apologized. See, we need more men that stand on what they say. They don't make me apologize. It's the truth. Because there ain't no white people in the Bible. Now, they got white names, Paul, Peter, John, but don't, you, we know those. Those are the only English names in the Bible when it came to Jesus' Bibles. Jesus' apostles. We know those are added. Those ain't the real names. Right? So we got to start making sense of our, our belief systems. So, there ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no white folks in that Bible. From A to Z, ain't none. <laughs> the only. Let's just say, any only white person in there is the straw man Jesus that they created. And even in it is a description that ain't, ain't, ain't white. I know, you know, if I got any white listeners, uh, if you can't take it, 
you know, go do your research and read. You know the truth. You know, you guys don't exist in the Bible at all, nowhere. All right? Even in their translations. They couldn't even, they lied, but they couldn't even lie about that. And then we all know that white is a fictitious term for a group of people, and black is a fictitious term. Just, I'm just speaking in context that we understand and understand today. See, it's time to rip all of these false teachings apart because it's these false teachings that's keeping us under subordination and oppression. Now, those who want to hold on it, go ahead. Hold on and, and go down with that. Because, see, as a new age comes into existence, the truth is being revealed, and the old systems must fall away. And, unfortunately, that system of teaching, religious teaching, is a old system. And this is why this person is having so much controversy right now with the person they have in church, because they're still trying to hold on to old ideas. And I told him, I said, let that go. Stop talking about moving the power because the person got power, moving the power that you've been given, that you've been divinely given to do. Your job, stay with that. And all that other stuff will fall away. Stay with the good stuff. So what time is it? Uh, 7.45. I got 15 minutes to go. Um, I guess I'll take one phone call. That'll give me some time and then at 8 o'clock, we'll get uh, Beth on, and we'll talk about this homeschooling stuff. Uh, before that, I do that, uh, if you guys haven't already, if you're listening, first-time listeners, you might want to get that nationality corrected because some things are coming down the pipe through these governments that's going to slow y'all down. They're looking at a second wave, probably going to try to sit that down. Some people are just now getting their passports back after processing them back in February of this year. So get on it. I think we're going to get a little opening. Get in there, get in that opening, get that passport, get your name change done, uh, start uh, doing your trust. Because when things goes down, it's going to be pretty bad. Uh, okay. Also, silver. Now, I talked about silver last week. I did a little video on YouTube about it. Now, last week, when I just one week ago, when I talked about silver, the dollar to silver ratio was. $3,700. Now, just in one week, the dollar to silver ratio is $3,917. And silver is still, you're going to pay a little bit more than you would have paid last week if you got some. But get that silver. Get, get you some gold if you can, too, but I know a lot of people, gold is expensive. Uh, but get, get that silver. Trust me. You're going you're gonna to make out really good on this. And you can't go wrong with it. It's like, you know, it's an investment. You know, you want to get your gold-silver bars, the one-ounce bars or five-ounce bars. I bought two five-ounce bars last week before I was up buying one-ounce bars. Get your silver coins. And one of the best coins you get right now is the Canadian maple leaf silver coin. That's one ounce. Um, and you should be paying no more than $23 an ounce for it. You know, try to pay about that much. Then you factor in shipping. That's going to, you know, add some cost to your silver. But over time, it's going to be good. Like, let's just say if the dollar was to reset, if they did a total reset right now, that's what silver would be worth, $3,917 an ounce. 
Now, if we don't do a full reset, silver is expected to go to $100 an ounce within the next six months to a year. That is if we don't do a reset. But I believe we're going to do a reset, and it's going to be way more than $100 an ounce. So you spend 25, let's say you spend $25 for an ounce of silver in, in a year, let's just say a year, it's worth $100. You got, you got a good investment. And you can trade that in for 100 bucks. You just made some money. You know, let's put our money in real money, in God's money, silver and gold. All right? I'm going to take one phone call, then I'm going to go to our um, um, guest or soon to be host. Two five three four seven six. Yeah, peace to the gods. I can, can you hear me? Hey, peace. What's going on? Yeah, I think it's something wrong with my computer. I got to get it checked out because for some reason I can see your page, but it 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 every time I click to get on, it start playing some kind of crazy music. So I think that they're oh. you're right. I think that you're right. They're fucking with my computer. Yeah, which which what uh thing are you going to? Which side? Which are you mean going? what thing am I? I'm a, I'm yeah, on, I'm trying to get I'm trying to connect with you on my cell phone. It won't go through. I'm trying to connect with you on a computer. It won't go through either. So they're doing something to keep. Well, us how from are you connecting now? So what now? How are you connecting now? How are you connecting now? How are you, you called in? Oh, I'm I'm I called in. Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, you went to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash hindsight 2020, and you have an issue with that. Right. Yeah, I can't. I have right you. You are recorded into my computer, so the only thing I have to do is go to your section, click it, and then you usually just come right up and come right on. But today, it's it's uh, they're blocking it. Oh, okay. So, uh, so we're not going to worry about it anyway. What you do is anyway. close out that window and go into another browser and do it again. Because there was oh, a time shit. where I used to have problems with one browser, then I go into another browser, I can get in. So, right. Yeah, close it out. Sometimes you got to clear your cookies out and start from scratch. Yeah, my wife, um, just she just but, did that. The cookies and the temporary files, she just did that yesterday. So maybe we'll do it again and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah. But anyway, I got a couple of questions uh, I want to run by you. Uh, maybe I might probably, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to have a consultation with you. Uh, around uh, around uh, June the 17th, I filed a notary protest against the Internal Revenue Service for like uh-huh. maybe six or eight different locations that did not respond to my documentation. I took them past uh, default. I took every one of them to equitable estoppel. On a notary uh-huh. protest, I even recorded it in the county recorder's office. Now, after that, around July the 11th, I get a letter saying that they want me and my wife to fill out, to fill out a W-4 form. I responded to that that we're not a person that is required to file temporary, I mean, to fill out a tax return. Okay, and uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and take them to the equitable stop on that. Now, just today, just got a letter from them today saying that it's a CP, CP 518 is this one here, mm-hmm. that they want us to fill, you must file 
a two 2018 tax return. If not, we're going to do it for you. Uh-huh. So, and all you do is send them the letter, my IRS letter. I did. All that's in there. The IRS letter, uh-huh. all of that is in there, including with uh, uh, Supreme Court cases that they're participating in a federal income tax. It is voluntary. All of that is uh-huh. in there. Your letter, your your paperwork that pertaining to uh, per- participating in a federal tax uh, system uh-huh. is voluntary. All that's in there. Now, you know those letters are robo-letters. It's not an individual action sitting. There's a system just automatically sending those letters out. But go ahead. I know. You know what? I'm glad you brought that out because there's nobody's name on them. But but I think it's best for me still to uh, Oh, you rebut uh, them all the time, but just make sure you rebut them. They're not going to do an assessment. So do you think it's probably time yeah. for me? When you think it may be time for me to, I may have to just go ahead and file a lawsuit. I have your paperwork you on the lawsuit. lawsuit. I'm thinking, yeah, you can file pardon a lawsuit me? against them, but then you can file a lawsuit if you want. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, but see, one of the things I was waiting for the, to get my EIN number back because one of my trusts are done, and waiting to get, been waiting for two months for yeah, that you, number to come back. Do you think they're probably holding off giving us? A, you think they're holding off for giving us our number? You trying to? You asking me a question I can't answer because I don't know what they. All I know is it, it's taking time for the numbers to come through. Most likely is because of this pandemic. You're not the yeah, only one waiting for a number to come back. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. My wife wanted me to ask you, what is the difference between a CP518, which we got today, and the one that we got back uh, in June? It's a CP59. The difference is, is what's, dis- what's on the letter. Is the, this is, difference is the content of the letter itself. That's the difference. Well, yeah, wanting you to fill out a 1040 tax return for 2018. Uh-huh. So, if it gets any worse than it is now, I'm going to have a consultation with you because I already have the courtroom paperwork. And if I don't get that, uh, if I don't get that EIN number from them with the that uh, that seat, the form mm-hmm. that we sent in, I'm just going to go ahead and just file a lawsuit. So, uh, okay, you know, All right. yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah, that's but anyway, you, you I, could I appreciate that, the call. The and, uh, are on stall anyway; they're stalling out on court cases too. So just prepare what, what, for a long drawn out battle. They are stalling out. There's no court cases going to court right now. So um, yeah, I noticed that. I remember yeah. you were saying that the last time. Yeah. So there's something gigantic. Right. I came. I think that's going on. Do you think that there's yeah, a reset just, that's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably what's happening. But I you know when it happens, we'll know for sure. Right. Okay. Right now it's all, all right. Guessing. Well. All right. Okay. All thanks right, a lot. Peace to the gods. All right, uh, we got five minutes. We're going to do one more call and then on to our homeschooling. 715501. Hey, what's going on? Peace. Yeah. Um, As far as the EIN numbers, I got my EIN just for. um, Yeah, but you you just won out of many that's waiting on that number. Yeah. Yeah, And also. um, You're lucking out. You're lucked out. Yeah, I'm lucking out. And I finally got my court case. For um, the name change, and it's on good, August 25th, good. and they want to do a Zoom. Okay, great. Uh, a Zoom conference. That's how they're doing court now. They're doing all Zoom yep. calls right now. Yep. Yep. Um, 
My my question is, um, so I, I I had the name I did the name change the old one with uh, uh-huh. L, L at the end of my last name, but I never got an ID or a driver's license, and they right. and I want to change it back to my my old name, and uh-huh. they want me to show proof of ID and passport or something like that, but I don't have it with my my new name the L at the end. Who sold them the How, order that you got? Oh, the original when when I first changed it. Yeah, yeah, just sold okay. them out. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. That'll supersede any ID. Yeah. Okay, and then also yep. um, for the trust um, to open up the bank account, um, are we are we supposed to or should we uh, use the trust, the three trusts, one of the trusts, I should say? That, that uh, we use one of the trusts to open up the bank account with the EIN you got in the mail um, from them. So that's shoot that question over to Al. He'll tell you exactly how to, you know. Yeah, I talked to Al. Al, Al said that uh, we shouldn't use it as a personal, a bank account. And I was thinking maybe he's he's thinking that I want to open up a personal one and and no, I want to open up, open up a, a trust bank, account. A business, he'll he'll tell you is one of those EINs is strictly for the bank account, and that's the one you get in the mail. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him again then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. And um. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, our team. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. When we do our class, our monthly class, I'll explain to you why the importance of getting that one in the mail and not doing it online is important. Um. Well, seven fifty-seven, and um. Let me find her number. Okay, there it is. We're just going to jump right into the uh, homeschooling. Uh, this is about homeschooling. If you want to homeschool your children uh, this coming year, uh, considering it, uh, and she can tell you all the ins and outs about homeschooling. So I will open up the line and let her introduce herself, and we're going to have a discussion about that. All right. And y'all should want to homeschool your children for real. And if you still want to deal with the, the education system, this information is still valuable because then you can uh, implement some things because some of the schools are not going back. They're doing online um, classes. Okay, here we go. All right. Beth, you there? Hello. Hey, what's Hello? up? Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Well, first of all, I just wanted to say that I'm excited about the opportunity to be talking about homeschooling. And I believe that you are doing an amazing job on your platform, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what is what uh, homeschooling? Why do you? Well, first, let's tell us about yourself and you know what makes okay. you knowledgeable on homeschooling. So, homeschooling um, is something that I've been very passionate about for quite a while. I started, you know, this whole educational journey about twenty years ago mostly teaching at large private schools in different areas. And during that time, I was 
amazed on how much information a child can absorb at a young age and also the amount of intelligence our children possess just on their own, which unfortunately we underestimate. Um, So I retired from the classroom a year ago and wanted to create a platform for families interested in homeschooling for the first time. So I created Homeschool Guide back in 2016, which is a space where families can get the support they need on homeschooling. And the website is homeschoolguide.com. You put a hyphen between the home and school. Yeah, I put it in the chat. It's in the chat right now. Yeah, it's homeschoolguide.com. And I wanted to say that you actually were – someone that really inspired me at the time. Um, And at that time I was working at a school pretty much clocking in and out. And I was consistently listening to hindsight and I learned a lot and mainly how to become more independent from, you know, this whole governing system. And I'm still working on it, but what I learned gave me the confidence to start up homeschool guide. Okay. So so when yeah. you say independent, what what are you doing right now? You, you, you said you quit the classroom. So are you working for someone right now? Do you clock in nine to five? No. I'm not I'm working for myself. Okay, so now well let's talk about that before we get deep into the homeschooling thing. So you're working for yourself. Do you have trouble paying your bills working for yourself? No. No. What is, what do you since you've been working for yourself? What is it? What's the benefit of it? What is uh what has happened to your consciousness since you've been doing it? You know, the reason why I asked the question is well, I've I went through this when I had it. Go ahead. You go ahead. Explain yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I what you I thought what you said when you first started the show profound about God being all of us. And um, I think that believing that I will always be taken care of is a powerful thing. So. Okay. So what it was is you, you had to have the belief system that you can do it. Right? Mm-hmm. And you right. did it. See, yes, I did. You know, I think that it's, we have a, what happens is, I think in life is, we go to these different institutions, whether it's politics or religious organizations or schools, mm-hmm. we allow them to dictate, dictate to us what we should believe. And the last thing they're teaching us is to believe in ourselves. Now, we hear casual statements, oh, believe in yourself. Johnny, you can do everything. But the actual educational system, the curriculum, says you can't do everything. You see, right. so there's a, you know, it's a, it's a contradictory message that's being taught in those systems. So, like, for instance, you go to church and you say, yeah, you know, you, you, you're a child of God, but on the other hand, you're waiting on God to do everything for you. You're waiting on right. to fix your problems or whatever, <laughs> instead of you taking right. charge and, and making your life better. So. I think it's a lot of um, fear, you know, because before 
I always feared how am I going to, you know, pay my bills. And I had to Mm -hmm. really um, leave that behind, that fear. Mm -hmm. Because that's just an idea, how you're going to pay a bill. That's really a thought in your mind. Oh, how am I going to pay this? And then you start adding on to that, it's going to be hard, blah, blah, blah. And every time you say that, it's going to be hard. We have to get out of the mindset. That's what I had to do when I, you know, I I was running a business doing satellite. And I said, you know what, I'm going to put this down and I'm going to learn this information and this is what I'm going to do. It was it was rough because in the beginning because I still had to adjust my mindset to accept the fact that I can achieve anything and I can my money that I make is limitless. Really, it is. It's up to me. It's not up to how many customers. Now, yes, I need customers to come to my website and buy my product, but that's not the the whole thing. It's my belief system in that it's going to happen regardless. Just people just going to come. Just know that it's going to happen. I don't have to fight, push. Now I do have to do some work to get it to happen. So, Mm -hmm. all right, let's get back onto the homeschooling thing. Um. So, uh, so you, I thought, you, you, go ahead. No, yeah. I was going to say, I thought a lot about um, our community. And, you know, as a community, I think we need to understand that we, we know our children better than anyone. So if anyone tells you otherwise, they're crazy, right? <laughs> we know the best way right. that our children learn you know, whether that's visually or auditory. For me, um, I'm more of a tactile learner, which means I learn better when I can write things down and see it. Uh So I'm just looking forward to talking about homeschooling every week. Um, And go ahead. You were going to ask So you said tactile learner. That's, you know, that's someone who writes things down to visualize what they want to do. Am I correct? Right? Right. So what other, when, when it comes to children, what type of learners are there? Because some people don't know, may not know what type of child they have or haven't paid attention enough to even describe that. What type of learners, when it comes to children, what type do you generally see in So some children learn um, visually. Some children learn some children are hands-on learners. Um, mm-hmm. Like some children are even overachiever learners. I could say my daughter is an overachiever <laughs> learner. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you cultivate that once you learn your child's learning style? What things can a person do? Like, give us an example of someone who is a hands-on learner. Okay. Well, I would say that once you you understand what type of learner your child is, like, for example, a hands-on learner, you need to figure out what kind of method you're going to use for teaching. Mm-hmm. So for hands-on learners, um, I've always liked the Montessori method, which mm-hmm. focuses on um, child-directed learning. 
and it focuses mm-hmm. on hands-on learning. Mm-hmm. What is so I would say that, you know, what is that a child-directed learning is basically learning. The children are are learning. Um, children are learning for themselves, so it's not teacher-directed or adult-directed, like a, a like in a public school setting are directing the children on what they need to learn. And a child-directed right. setting is a, an adult will give them the information, but the child will direct it. Okay. So, okay. So you have an example of that? Uh, I'm trying to visualize that. You give them what they want and they direct it, meaning what exactly does that mean? Okay. Let me think of an example. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so if if you have a schedule for your child um, and you have routines for your child, once they learn them, they can direct themselves on doing those routines on their own, and it becomes more okay. child-directed right. instead of you telling okay. them what to do. Okay, now I understand. So you're not constantly bombarding them. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need you trying to give them control over. Here's what you need to do. You just go do it. Okay, got you, got you. No teaching the classroom with a ruler pointing at you, and you know (laughs) controlling your every action. All right. Right. Um, Yeah, controlling. You know, I think a lot of public schools, um, they control the children. And I believe what we need to teach our children is how to control themselves. Right. Basically, they don't have to be told what to do. They can tell themselves what to do. Right. Through proper direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, now, um, should the like when a person is trying to homeschool, you, how do how do you, I think you have a service where you show people how to set their homes up, where okay they give you a visual of what the home looks like, and then you kind of give them ideas on how to structure that environment. Yep. So on the my website, I offer consultations. I offer offer two different types of consultations, one 30-minute phone call, which you can just ask any question you like. Um, if you're trying to figure out what type of method is best for your family or or scheduling or materials, um, I offer that consultation. And then I also offer a video consultation where it's more of a home setup so you can Give me a tour of your home, and I'll help you set up your home for your homeschool. Okay. Now, when it comes to homeschooling, is it hard for a parent to just start homeschooling? If a child is in school now in the public system, and a parent wants to say, listen, I'm not sending my kid back to school this year because of this virus stuff, how hard is it for a parent right now to transition into homeschooling? Well, right now I think it's easy <laughs> because most of us are home. 
you know. Right. Um, so I think that there's a strong need right now for us to educate our own children, and it's a it's a good opportunity now for us to do that. Um, I think that, like you told me earlier, that um, whenever you're starting something new, it can be difficult. So, you know, I think that you have to understand, like, why you're wanting to do it, why you're wanting mm-hmm. to homeschool your child. And for one, we, for one, there's a lot of misinformation that our public schools are pumping out, you know, and mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of lies and, you know, indoctrination that, that's pushed into our children that's damaging so I think you have to first figure out what the reason is why you want to homeschool. So when things do get difficult, you go back to that that reason. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the reasons why I was saying it was difficult is because a lot of people are so used to just shipping their children off to a public school system and handing their child mm-hmm. over to a system for eight hours a day where they're controlling right. the mind of your child. You're not used to doing that. So now you're trying to take control of the child's mind or, you know, give them control of their own mind. That's really what you're doing uh, when you're homeschooling. And that energy versus what you had before, that what you call I'm used to doing it this way, starts to fight Mm -hmm. the new way. So you get lazy, you you get lazy, you get tired, oh, this is too much, it's overwhelming. Why? Because you're not used to doing it. So, but once you get into a program and a, a system of doing it, mm-hmm. it becomes easier. Like when I first started, you know, just totally not having a job, it was difficult. Why? Because my mind was right. defaulting to the old way, and I had to change my mind. That's what I told my renewing the mind. You have to renew your way of thinking. That's why it, it's difficult. It's not difficult to the point that it can't be done, it's difficult because you're constantly fighting the old you, the old way of thinking, because the system has programmed us to ship and ship your car, kids off to this concentration camp, camp of education, because that's what, exactly what it is. Because if you go to a school and you've ever, I've been in the legal system at a young, you know, I got in some trouble, it's identical the way they treat you. It's identical. The school system in jail is the same thing. Walk down the hallway a certain way. You can have got to do this at a certain time. You got to eat at a certain time. It's all the same. Right. Right. Except it is violence in the jail, and it, you know there's not much violence in the classroom. But I think the classroom is really prepping people for uh, the ones that can't fit in to be in prison. It's prepping them for that. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's why. Yeah, that's I hard. agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, I just thought of a thought, like, isn't it interesting that we were learned how to be disciplined by someone else, but we were never taught how to be self-disciplined, like discipline ourselves? Right. No, you're right. We, we're taught to let someone else tell us when to get up, when to go to sleep. When to uh, drive your car? When, when to like use right the now, this is what's <laughs> right. And and 
and and the teachers that are teachers in that system, I, I might have some teachers on. I'm not trying to offend you. They are the gatekeepers or the 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 the, uh, the trustees to make sure that system works. And a lot of these teachers go into the school system believing that they're going to make a difference. And I've met a lot of teachers, and I tell them straight up, uh, you're not going to make a difference in that system. Why? What do you mean? I could do it, and you know, I think they're going to beat the system. No, because the system is designed a certain way. And they're going to see to it that you teach the way they want you to teach it, or you're out of there. You're not going to change. If you can't control your classroom, then you're not in control of your classroom. They are in control of the classroom. And as soon as you step out of that line, that box, then you're out of here. You're a problem. They'll fire you or they'll find some way to get rid of you. Um, Because that system is designed to create followers, not leaders. This is why the Mm -hmm. elite class do not send their children to public school. They send them to schools that do what? Teach them how to self-discipline. Exactly what you're saying. (laughs) You know, teach them the real truth, the real information, the real knowledge that the power is within within you. You start a kid off at an early age with the knowledge that they have the power to control their destiny, you have a true leader for the future. And they're not trying to create leaders in the school. <laughs> they're, try, they're trying to create leaders to the point that they can go work a job and be a supervisor or a manager, not someone who's going to control a, uh, a huge corporation, you know. So, um, so we got that. You got anything else? What was that? Um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just agree with everything you're saying. I think um, I also want to talk about topics dealing with federal and state laws um, and just oh, learning yeah, about what, Go ahead. what Go ahead. Go we have, you know, as parents, um, because you know they're going to try to create more regulations because so many families now are wanting to take their children out of the system and homeschool. So right. I think it's important for um, for us to understand what you know what those what those laws are for your state. Right. So, for example, uh, you had any what, what laws did you want to bring up? Um. Well, I mean, I'm in North Carolina, so. For example, um, let me see. I actually follow um, a website called hslda.org, and you mm-hmm. could pretty much put in DC, and it'll tell you um, what regulation, what are the regulations, and what are the laws. What was that site again? H C A dot com. H S L D is in dog. S L D dot org. Dot org. Why is it gonna put that in the chat oh. Okay, I got it. It's like a homeschooling site. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
All right, that's in the chat now for everybody. There you go. All right, go ahead. Um, so for North Carolina, um, one thing I thought was interesting when I first started learning about all of this is that um, that the homes the homeschooling schedule you get to choose what you want your child to learn. You get to choose the curriculum. You get to choose the method. And um, for North Carolina, they don't, they don't even, they don't need you to send them any proof of what you're teaching your really? child. So that's pretty simple. Just, okay. So kid, with that, does the as person just go and start, as long as you keep records. So a person, does that mean they just go start homeschooling their kid? Is there something they need to do prior to uh, homeschooling their kid? Because I've run into people who, who say they're homeschooling their children, right? And then the state comes in and says, well, you're not teaching your kid um, according to our standards. You're not doing it right. But when I come to find out is, Mothers have taken their child out of the school without letting the state know what they're right. doing. So they you have to first let the state know. You have to first let the state know submitting a, a notice of intent. And then if your child mm-hmm. is already in school, you need to um, give them a withdrawal. You need to withdraw your child from school. Okay, and, and I have that. I also intent. have that on my website. Okay, you have the notice of intent and intent to withdraw. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Now I'm going to look at those. Uh, now the notice of intent is that a template, like a state it's a template, template, or yeah. is that something you created? It's a template that I created, but you have to follow your state laws. So certain states have, you know, different regulations. So some states have their own forms, and then some states you have to create your own. Okay. All right. So I think it will be a good idea if we looked at that together because, you know, I have to have my, my verbiage to make sure people are not viewed as U.S. <laughs> citizens. Okay. <laughs> um, so we will look at that together. Uh, and, okay. Um, so it's a notice of intent, withdrawal if they're in school, and then that's it. And then they don't have to – what about testing? Do they have to test? Um, they do have to administer um, an annual standardized test, which is funny because in public school you have all these tests kids are taking. But for homeschool, mm-hmm. well, in North, in the state of North Carolina, they only um, need you to administer one standardized test once a year. That's funny. So that means all those tests they're taking is not necessary in no. school. Of well, course it's not. Well, <laughs> let me tell you the truth about the test. The test is not to see how smart your child is. The test is to decide how many prisons they're going to build, where are they going to make money, how they're going to make money off these, off these young minds in the future. That's really what those tests are about. They are psychologically driven tests 
to see w- what they need to do in the future. So really when you're sending mm-hmm. your kids to school, you're helping the government enslave you at a later date. Really is what they're doing. That's mm-hmm. that's a fact. Because they, they build they decide where they're gonna build prisons based off children's test scores in the school. And you would think right. it would be high school. No. They base test scores off of elementary school. They can they know exactly the percentage of children that are end up in jail just by their test scores. And not so much how high or low they scored, what questions they answered right or wrong. It's certain questions they got in there planted that tells them the psychological profile of your child. I just wanted to add that in. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and one thing I think is interesting um, when it comes to the testing is that even though the state, you know, the state has attempted to perform home visits, but the law um, gives no no right for the state to enter your home or to inspect any records. Okay, that's important. <laughs> so, because well, that's what I think that's another problem people have is these people are showing up to their door and they're letting them in, and then right. you know you let them in, they're gonna find something, especially if they're coming after you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna make it a problem when there is none. So you don't want them in the home. So that's good to know. You don't have to let them in, and the law states that. So we need to highlight those laws. Uh, when you're giving them their uh, information. Here's the law. That's why I think this is important for people to know what their rights are when it comes to educating their child and what the state can and cannot do. And based on what you're telling me, the the, the rules for homeschooling is way more relaxed than it is when they actually go to Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. At least in North Carolina. But I think it's like that across the board for the most part with some deep, you know, some certain differences. But, mm-hmm. you know, in other states, I've heard the same thing, that all the child has to do is this. You know, I know in Georgia they make the child go to – but I think that's if they do that K through 12. That's another thing before I get into that. What's the difference in homeschooling in this mm-hmm. online learning setup that they have. So that, you know, some people mistake that for homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Right. So homeschooling is when parents educate their children at home versus sending their child to public or private. And homeschooling is not sitting your child in front of the computer for hours. <laughs> so Okay. Um, so you as the guardian and parent get to choose what method of learning and what curriculum that works best for your child. And we all know, you know, there's no one size fits all where that's where public school comes in. Public school, they're teaching everybody the same thing at the same time. So homeschooling is when the parents can choose what method they want to teach their child. So okay. Now what I was asking is they have we have instead of kids go to school, they do what you call online learning. It's uh, right. And online 
Right. And so the schools now, most of them are um, offering like a an online option, but it's still based on their curriculum. So parents, so the child is still following what the school wants them to learn. And that's not homeschooling. That's just online. It's not homeschooling. That's just, that's just bringing the school into your home. That's basically what you're doing. That's right. really what you're doing. But yeah, I found that out uh, where someone said they were homeschooling, but then when I really looked at the situation, it was just really doing a uh, online teaching of the school curriculum in their right. home, you know, where they had yeah. to go do all of those tests, and they had to do things. They had a structure of basically the same thing you would have in the school room, but the only thing was in their house. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't support that. You know, that's just like bringing the school into your home. You know, they had certain times they had to be checking with the teacher, things like that. So you basically bringing the school, the indoctrination into your home instead of them going to school. Um, right. here's, a, here's a question. What have you found the most challenging when you're trying to help people you know, homeschool. Hmm. What are the issues that you've run into with people when they wanted to homeschool? (laughs) I think think just that that, believing that they can't do it or they're not smart enough to teach their child. And, you know, parents that I've spoken to in the past, I tell them all that you're the best teacher your child could have. You know, no one else can teach your child the way you can. You know? So right. I think that's that's a challenge. Just changing that mindset. I agree. I think we gotta give up the idea that someone else can teach our children better than we can. Mhm. You know. And I don't think it's got to do with how much education yet, you know. Um, just with my daughter, Lauren, being here, I had to start, you know, doing some stuff I hadn't done for years to help her through that online experience that they had, you know, mm-hmm. thrown into this year. Um, mm-hmm. then, it, then it really, I really started to see the indoctrination wear off when questions were being asked. Do I really need to right. know this stuff to... <laughs> Those types of questions were coming. Well, I would have never got that question before. And I, I think one of the challenges that parents is going to have to overcome with their child, because, and it's our fault as parents, we, and I, I take full responsibility for this, because I mm-hmm. let someone else control the educating experience for my child, when I came mm-hmm. to try to teach something, I met opposition from the child. Why? And I, it took me a while. Why don't you go to school, get all these, you teachers say all these good things, but when I try to teach something, I'm getting all of the attitude. Why? And I had to take responsibility. It's because she doesn't see me as the educator. I'm just the guy who pays the bills and, and, and <laughs> supplies discipline, supplies discipline and, every, and every now and again pass gas around the house. That's who I, who I am. <laughs> well, I, I... <laughs> I think that 
another thing is um, I think sometimes we teach the way we were taught. And right. we think that that mm. is the right way of teaching. And we think about how our teachers taught us or how our mother and father taught us. And, and we think that that's how your child should be taught. And every child is different. They learn differently. So I think the first thing you have to do is figure out what kind of learner is she? How does she best, you know, how does she learn the best? And then what kind of teacher Uh are you? And and is that going to mesh, you know? Right. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. What type of teacher am I? I can't, I can't rough up. (laughs) Like I do some of the callers. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be a little more delicate. Uh, but I learned how to do it. We sat down and worked out some math problems together, and it, it was a good experience. Oh, that's good. Um, that's good. And um, and then I could see that openness of, oh, this guy really knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Before. <laughs> You don't know nothing. Oh, that's the way I was being treated. And I always have to say, that stuff they teach you in school ain't, you're not going to use none of that. That's what I always said. But it was just words until I mm-hmm. had her in under my direction. It was just words, right. me just talking. And so, you know, she actually saw me in action, actually helping her through the problems. You know, there's a couple of things she was right. not getting. Oh, um, so... Yeah, so with all of the uh, schools are opening up, I know in some of these districts, I know in South Carolina, they're opening up schools where the children have to go through these scanners to see if they got a fever. Yeah. Not not the handheld, it's actually a machine that they're going to go through. And I don't believe that thing is just scanning for fevers either. Oh, and I don't think children should be subject to that. That and one of my main issues about this whole thing is most schools, especially public schools, are not allowing parents or trying to not allow parents to come inside the school. Yeah. And I I have a problem with that because if my child is anywhere and I'm not able to get to them when I want, that's a problem. Right. And we got we and they know these school systems are only going to get away with it if we let them, if we let it, mm-hmm. if we don't stand up to that mess because this is where it's going. They're trying to get total control of your child with you not having any say so whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And they've already got cases where they're taking children out of the home when someone tested positive for COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Taking children out. That's that they started that mess out in California. So we need to really reconsider handing out children over to the government for uh, education. And um, you know, and I know some parents have no choice, but um, I I I know that they're going to have um, like different forms for parents to sign, and I just suggest that you really read what you're signing. Mm-hmm. For this new I think there's a form now, uh, a death waiver now. 
Like if your kids gets COVID nineteen and they die, really? yeah. and they die, the that. school, the, the the county is the school is not accountable. Yes. Really. Yeah. So that means that. they could be giving your child something to kill them, and they're not going to be responsible for it. That there's some places have implemented that. I haven't seen that form, but it's been circulating. That information has been circulating around over the last couple of days. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we are just a, just a little bit off topic. We are dealing with a country that is heavily involved with organ trafficking, human trafficking issues. The hospitals are participating in organ harvesting. And what better organs to get is the young ones. Mm-hmm. It is big money in taking people's organs and selling them. And uh, I, I believe that's where we're headed. You send your kids to these mm-hmm. schools, you're running a risk that they're going to, oh, she got COVID-19, you got COVID-19, and all of a sudden they're dead, and you can't, you, you have no recourse. Oh, there's recourse, but it may not be the one that's, you know, legal recourse. I know I'll have some recourse. I ain't going to talk about it on the air. Um, <clears throat> I'll make my recourse. Let's put it like that. Um, um, all right, anything else you want to share? Your website? Um, you um, have a, I know the well, show's going to be on Sunday. Is- homeschoolguide.com and just put a hyphen between the home and the school Um, and Mm. my email if you need to email me is homeschoolguide number one at gmail.com okay and that's all the website has all of you things everything you need is on the website to contact her on that, if you're thinking about homeschooling your child, and then we've talked about Sundays. We haven't locked out an exact time on Sunday. Yeah. You'll be doing those shows. On right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking every Sunday about um, yeah. just different things. So, And I'm thinking sometime All in the right. evening. Okay. Okay. Well, well, we'll announce it when it's time. All right. Thank you okay. for joining us and sharing that valuable information. All right. Okay. Have a good night. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. I hope, hope you all took down. Yes. We didn't really get into it heavy, but um, these schools are making a lot of changes, and I don't think it's for the benefit of your child. I think it's the benefit of the government to control your child even more, to separate the children from the parents, to make enemies in your own home. It's already been doing that in, the, in, in our homes, the people of color homes, because they teach us this bad education. And now your child thinks they come from slave background, and we know that that's not true just based on evidence that we've discovered over the years here on Hindsight Radio. Now, we still got some major influences of forced people who believe in that old slavery narrative that promotes that. And what confuses me about that is, They'll sit there and say the government lies, 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 but they'll believe the whole slave story. They believe that. That's the one part they keep. So they didn't lie about that either? You know, you have to start thinking about it. All right. um, 
I had a bunch of calls, but they dropped off. I don't know. Maybe Eddie's right. Um, if you have any questions, put your one up, put 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 your hand, press one, and I'll get your call. If you don't, while I'm searching for a closing song, and I don't see anybody hands up, I'm gonna say goodnight. Um, let's see, let's see. Giving y'all time to put them hands up. Why y'all ain't asked up any questions about homeschooling? Y'all ain't got no kids? I know y'all got kids. Oh, y'all want to be lazy and don't want to teach your own kids. That's right. I'm calling y'all out. Uh, here's some hands. Six, seven, eight, four, nine, one. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I was I'm just great. listening to awesome. your program. I'm wealthy. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, I was listening to your program. I'm in Georgia, the state of uh-huh. Georgia. I have a seven-year-old. She will be going into second grade. I have decided they are doing the virtual school, but I am interested in the homeschooling. The young lady uh-huh. that you were talking to, she gave a website, and I couldn't, yeah, hear, it. I couldn't hear it. I'll give it to you. It's H-S-L-D as in dog, A as in apple, dot org. Okay. Can you repeat the H as in happy? You want you want her website or the other website? The other website. I got websites. her website. Okay. Right. Okay. The, first one. It, the other website is H-S-L-D-A dot org. H-S-L-D-A. A. Dot org. H is in Harry, S is in Sam, L is in Lima, D is in dog, A is in alpha. Dot org. Okay. H S L D A dot org. Right. Okay. H S L D A dot org. Okay. That's what I needed to know. You got it? All right. Anything else I can help you with? Um That was it. That was it. Thank you so much. Okay. You see, you must what, be new. You this is the first time I've heard you. I am. Huh? My husband gave me a number. I am. This was my first time listening to your show. Okay. So, and what is um, your... Thank you for um, listening. I came, in, <laughs> I came in in the middle, so I didn't get okay. your information. My information is on my Gmail. My website is akeeml.com. Can you repeat that, please? Akeem. AkeemL.com. That's A as in Alpha, K as in King, I as in Irene, okay. E as in Edward, M as in Mary, E as in Edward, L as in Larry.com. Mm-hmm. .com. Okay. Yeah, that's my website, yeah. and the, 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 the show website is blogtalkradio.com forward slash hindsight okay. 2020. That's the show's website. Okay. I'm glad you listened. You listened to the, your husband and listened in. I'm I'm happy for you. Yes, Stay because of with the COVID, COVID and everything, and so I'm thinking about right now. We're doing the virtual school. I decided to go full virtual, right. so that means my grandbaby okay. is still into the system because I still have yeah, to, even though we're going just, full yeah. virtual. Right. I still have to. If you're going to go virtual, you might as well do the home school. I mean, I know, <laughs> right? Because most of the state's standards for homeschooling is more relaxed in the school system. That from the few states that I've looked at, 
And that tells you that she don't really need all that crap that they're giving them in the school. If North Carolina is saying that you don't really have to prove it in just deep records and you can teach them what you want, you choose the curriculum or how you teach them. And I know that's a fact because I know a, a, a husband and wife team up in Wake Forest. I met them about five years uh-huh. ago. That's really what spawned the idea for me to tell Beth to do this, you know, open up this platform. Because um, we met this couple at a cookout, and they were teachers. And yeah, we uh-huh. just, we, they, and both of them were ex-school teachers. They used to be in the school system. And it was like they didn't like okay. it, so they just said they're going to homeschool their own children. And oh, I think okay. they took in a couple of the neighborhood kids into their homeschool. Um, as well, right. and it's a okay. There's really no testing. It's just it's way more relaxed than all of the crap you have to go through with the school system. It just shows you that everything they're giving the child in the school system is designed for the benefit of the state, not of the child or the parents. That's why they they have all those stringent rules. Okay, okay, and I see in in my child who is very um, social. So she's in first uh-huh. kindergarten in part of first grade. She stayed in trouble, not because she was, she's not smart, but be, I, the teacher just, she wouldn't necessarily, she couldn't control her. It was a control mechanism thing. Right. The, well, here's what they want children to do. And you already know when a child is home with you, they're running around. Right, like right. Because that's why they're running around. Yes. And that's what they're supposed to be doing, running around. We're like, we're like, sit down, right. sit down. Kids no, ain't supposed to be sitting down all of this. I, I, I came to that epiphany. I said, wait a minute. Kids are only doing what kids are supposed to do. It's us who's trying to make them do something that is not natural to them at that age. They're supposed to be expelling energy, exercising, strengthening themselves, strengthening their cognitive skills. That's what they're running around, exploring, and doing all of those things. And then you send them to this classroom, and now they have to all of a sudden keep their hands a certain way, look a certain way, don't speak to this one, don't do that one. You just exactly. up them all their natural abilities. <laughs> That's what you're doing. And then you wonder why they're getting angry. After a while, this bubbly child that started off in kindergarten, slowly throughout school becomes this, disrespectful, don't want to get up and go right. to school. It's just like you, you. Most of us who have regular jobs, have a job, don't even want to go to work. This, kids don't want to go to right. school. We're living a right. life that is not meant for us to live, lead. We're leading these lives that is not natural to who we are. And this is why we have all this dysfunction in our adult lives, because we're not doing what we were created to do. Right. So... And I guess my yeah, only fear, like, um, this is my grandbaby, so is the oh, college. Yeah. But she you can always the go on to. That. Yeah, yeah, well, he is. Yeah, it's you my son is raising her, board. so, yeah. He's raising her, so I have completely control, yes. yes. Oh, so you yes, you make sure. <laughs> I always say yes. you women have a lot of control. Now, the only thing is yes. we use that control for, for good. Y'all, right, the, right. y'all know it's y'all all the power about in all of these relationships. <laughs> you know y'all the power. Men don't have no real, we ain't, we ain't got no real. I knew that a long time ago. 
We ain't got no real control. Mm. But the difference is you got to give it the right woman who knows how to use that control for the good and not the bad. That's it. That's true. You know. That's true. I wholeheartedly I <laughs> agree with you. Right. So um, I'm working on the the um, homeschooling. I'm a, I have to get, get my paperwork in order. So right now we're going to do the okay. virtual until I can do what I need to do to do okay. the homeschooling. Okay. Well, give us best. She can help you how to do, you know expedite that the best way you. Uh, I will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you thank for you calling so in much. and listening to the show. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Uh, let's get one more. Three two five three three three. Three two five three three three. Hello. Hey. Hello. Yes. How are you? I'm great, brother. Hey, um, I'm down here in uh Texas, man, and uh we, we've been homeschooling me and, and my wife been homeschooling for the last five five years, so we don't have it to go through oh. any of the the stipulations None of that, that drama, most huh? <laughs> right. and, uh, but my que- so my question when it comes um, to the the uh, those rules and let, I'll get to let you answer clear, but I got a question for you. How is it in Texas when it comes to homeschooling? Is it more relaxed in the school system, or how is it? Yes, sir. It is very. Uh, you you get a lot more uh, uh, freedoms. You you don't really have to um, go through a lot of the the chaos that most most people do. You can take charge of your own child. And um, I'm li- listening to y'all, and I'm seeing that a lot of people don't want to raise their child, man. They don't they don't believe that they that they can do it or. You know what I'm saying? Any any of those little negative thoughts that mm-hmm. they con- consume. But uh, my question was um, ab- about nationality. I'm hearing that you got to do your um, you you need to do that. You need to follow it with, with a court or whatever. But then I'm hearing that uh, all you have to do is is proclaim it on so- social media or something with the name change. So I'm really hoping that that you can clear that up for us. Well, certainly I can clear that up. The way I teach people to claim their nationality is through their passport. Because why is the passport important? Because that's what you show wherever you go to another country that shows your nationality. So the way I teach is is you get your passport, you have an affidavit attached to the passport, which I call an explanatory statement. And it's really, you're only following the instructions of the passport application because the passport application tells you to include an explanatory statement if you're not a U.S. citizen and to okay. claim your nationality on that. It, I teach you how to follow the directions of the passport application, where most people have taught, and they'll do this, that, all these fancy things. But if you just read the oath, <coughs> excuse me, of the passport application, it actually tells you exactly what to do. And I'll show you. But it's written in so much legalese, people get confused. So I teach people how to do that. That's the best way to claim the nationality. And then the second best way is to do the name change, meaning uh, you change your name from all caps to upper and lower. Because right now, whenever they put something out there, they're putting anything on any court documents in all caps. Now, you're never going to get an ID to show upper and lower, but what you have is a court order to rebut that that ID, saying, no, that's not me. This is me. 
You see? Right. So that's the second way. But the first thing I would do is that passport. Go and change that nationality by getting your passport with your affidavit or your explanatory statements connected to it, stating who you are, and then you order a certified copy. After you get the passport, you order a certified copy of what you supplied to them, and then I have all the stuff you supplied to them showing that you let put them on notice who you are. Yeah, you can put it on social media, but that's not an official record. You need okay. to put it on an official record, and you need to go through each one of them methodically. First passport. Then I show you how to do the driver's license. Then at the Social Security Administration, letting them know all of these assumptions that you've created that I'm a U.S. citizen, here's the evidence that I'm not. And boom. Okay. You're not going to get the okay. <laughs> Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and as, as far as the the trust goes, um, I'm hearing that we have to set set up a trust. Is that, is, does that require like doing a DBA, getting an EIN, and and stuff like that? Uh, I, I've done that just requires you setting up the trust. You need three of them. Uh, that I teach in my premium classes. The trust, I put you in contact with my trust guy. He creates new trust for you to do all your commerce out. So you're setting up. You should not be doing any business with the government in your store man name. Nothing. So okay. you create the trust, or not even just the government, with any entity. Why? Because you're supposed to be separate from the world. So if you're doing right. business in the store man, you are part of the world. You be, it says be in the world, but not of the world. So when you're doing trust, all of your bills, everything you own in trust, and you do everything out of that. This is why Trump and all these guys will never show you their taxes, because it's all in trust. Trump is poor. Donald Trump is poor, the man. But his trust that takes care of him is not poor. His businesses that take care of him are not poor. He just controls everything, but he owns nothing. Right. You came in oh, this world oh. with nothing, you will leave with nothing. The problem, the reason why we have problems is we went away from our ancestors' ways. Our ancestors, we came with nothing. And you're supposed to have nothing throughout your life. But guess what has it all? The entities that you control has it all for your benefit. You're supposed to be taken care of by your trust, by your God. Right? God takes care of all your needs. Right. That, that's, that's really what's happening. That's what you're supposed to do. But when you forsake God and you start doing this all on your own, guess what you get blessed with? A false God. And, and false gods leads to problems. You see? Right. So. Um, also, I, I heard an old uh, video of y'all speaking on um, the, the the trust handbook that's out there on on a in, internet for free, and I heard you say that that, that was trustee, old. Um, yeah, the, the, the uh, Weiss's trustee handbook. I mean, that's still yeah. good information. The problem with that book was people are taking a book and they're creating trust, like say I'll say a Team L Express trust, right? Right. Because the book says express trust. That is, that's not the way you're supposed to interpret that. Any trust that interprets the terms of the trust is an express trust. You're expressing 
the terms of the trust. So I don't have to put express trust. The trust is okay. automatically deemed an express trust just by the verbiage it's using. Correct. <laughs> right. So when you see things like express trust, the, and, and this is how you're going to discharge, be leery of the uh of those types of information because that tells you that the person really didn't comprehend what they were reading. Okay. And is, up, is there, I mean, I go to the day and say, what an express trust? It'll tell me what an express trust too. You don't name it express trust because you, what you're doing, you're doing a double redundancy. You're going to say express trust and then express the trust at the same time. Uh, anybody like, why have you got express trust on it as a title? No, it's a L trust. Now I express the terms of the trust. That is an express trust. Right. And is, is there is there um, is there a, a website I, I can go to to get your information de- dealing with the yeah. passport and all that? Yeah. com is the national passport process. I have several options up there for you to get. I got the national press passport process with the trust connected. Uh, then I have... Um, just the passport process. Just depend on what you want to do um, with that. All of it. Uh, we, we, like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to do all of it, man. So, uh, and we may be appreciate y'all, man, because I've I've been list, listening to more, man, and and there are groups out there that that selling the um the little packet thing or what whatever, but they ain't, we all know that they ain't they ain't doing it right. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, well, <laughs> They selling stuff that you ain't gonna never be able to use. I don't like to tell y'all nothing that I don't have first hand knowledge that it works. And everything that I sell on my website, I have first hand knowledge that it works. Through my own personal experience, myself. So that's what everything I'm on my about. website is but all of the stuff that you get any type of case, all of those templates are actual real live cases that I have worked on and showed you how I defeated them. They're not fake cases, you know, put together. They're real. They were real at one point, you know. I used myself as a guinea pig first before I started presenting stuff to y'all. Right. You know, I've been in the court. I could take you to my court cases where they've been dismissed. I could say, you know, not many of these guys are doing that. Yeah, you can do this now, but they'll never take you to the actual court and show you the case. I and I actually, um, I've I've been following y'all for uh, a little bit off and on, trying to, because I, I I actually go research and study myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of the ones that uh-huh. like to uh, follow. So um, I actually have a testimony that uh, a few years back I, I heard y'all do a, a video off of full accord and satisfaction. And I did it, uh-huh. and what I, and what I what happened was I went and got a loan, and it was like uh eleven hundred dollars, and I ended up getting it um, taken care of for one dollar when I sent it to um, corporate, and uh, that you know what I'm saying she we had it on voice recording of the lady calling us and telling us you know what I'm saying that everything has been taken care of for uh, a dollar, so that just to, to verify yeah y'all stuff do work man so. Um, yeah, that's now, we, we, now I've already seen that a court of satisfaction. I just want to give people realistic expectations. I've only seen that a court of satisfaction work. It actually worked for me on small balances, you know, under two thousand dollars is what I've seen. 
That's right. my experience. Now, when you talk about a $20,000 car, $30,000, $100, $500 $1,000 house, it ain't going to work like that. <laughs> I just want to tell people that right off the rip, you're not going to get a $500,000 house for a dollar. I just want to, you know, clear yeah. that up. Small <laughs> balances like that because, and I believe the reason why they don't write a balance like that off, because writing small balances like that helps their books, especially if they're in a, right before they do their quarterly reports. So when they write that stuff off, all they're going to do is go and put that on their taxes. And companies need write-offs. So, and also those small balances are easy to get off because the fight you in court is more expensive than that $1,100 business balance. You see what I'm saying? So they right. weigh the, they weigh the, you know, the cost, the effectiveness, cost effectiveness of those balances. So I just want to let people know that, yeah, court of satisfaction works, but it ain't going to work on huge balances. I've only, in my experiences, the three people, you're like the third person, myself included, the fourth, and it was all small balances. Stuff that was under right. two grand. Yeah. All right, brother. Man, I appreciate you uh, calling in, commenting. in. Um, appreciate you. Have a good night. All right. You too. Thank you. All right. All right. I did a nine o'clock, two hours. Uh, show. Um, that's it for me. Um, I hope you guys have a good and prosperous week. This coming Thursday will be Jessica and Tasia's show. Um, soon we'll have the uh, the homeschooling show. We haven't. She hasn't decided on um, what she's going to call the show. She's asking me. I like people to use their own creative minds on their show and what they're going to call it. So she'll come up with uh, a title for that show. Hindsight's moving on to bigger and better things. Uh, COVID-19 is not slowing us down. Actually getting bigger and better. I got a lot of stuff to teach y'all for real. But uh, right now I've done some deep meditation on it. I'm only I, some of the stuff I got to teach y'all is only going to happen in the private, uh, and I'll be announcing how that's going to go. Then I'm going to take do another. I've talked about this in the past. I'm going to do YouTube live shows while I do my show, so that, you know you can look at it on YouTube and you can look either you can call into the show both. So I got to get my sound stuff together to make sure I don't have echo and all of that doing the live feed and YouTube. Um, so that realistically probably won't come until August, September sometime, but that's where I'm going. I might do one one show or so to test it out before then um, because I'm, I'm moving into a house uh, in, a, in a few, in August, at the end of August. So um, because I'll have everything set up the way I want it, my sound, my acoustics properly done. So, look forward to that. All right. Uh, have a good night. Peace. What happened? He took back his God power. 
The only power that can hurt you is your own God power that you give to people and things to use against you. You better remember the power that God gave you. Listen again and again and again. Hear the Almighty saying, I have made you a God to Pharaoh. Come on, say it with me. I have made you a God to Pharaoh. See, I don't care what your condition is. I don't care how bad off you may think you are. I don't care how poor you may think you are. I don't care how down and out you may be. God says, what are you doing down there? I've made you God to circumstances. What are you doing whining about the economy? I've made you God to the economy. How dare you say you are out of a job? You had better be about the Father's business. The very nerve, your Father is rich in houses and land. He holds the wealth of this world in his hand. Of rubies and diamonds of silver and gold. His coffers are filled. He has riches untold. You're a child of the king. You're a child of the king. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. What if General Motors shuts down? What if Chrysler shuts down? What if welfare shuts down? The Lord is my shepherd. What if they elect a Democrat president? What if they elect a Republican president? The Lord is my shepherd. You'd better do like the Master Jesus did. He went into the temple and consulted with the doctors and the lawyers, meaning he was studying the law of God. And when they said, why weren't you out here with the rest of the throng, with the rest of the crowd? He said, don't you know, I must be about my father's business. And if you're unemployed, you just, you're just not about your father's business. You'd better know, first of all, that you're employed by God in the biggest business in the universe. And I have got news for you. God ain't going out of business. 